Hey family, welcome to Mind Day Care Podcast, where we nurse our minds back to better health. I'm your host, Kyra Fisher. Come on in the room and let's get started. Hey, welcome to another episode of Mind Day Care Podcast. I'm your host, Kyra Fisher. Hey y'all, happy new year. We have made it to 2024. If you can tell, I have party like a rock star in Jesus' name, okay, at church, and my voice is like really, really strained, so I'm not going to stay on here too long with you. I'll be really short, but I just want to talk to you about, you know, the infamous New Year's resolutions, and um, a lot of people still make them to this day, uh, how they resolved to do this differently, do that differently, and the thing about it is they are they are really amped up at the beginning of a thing. If you look at statistics, the first week of New Year's um, and this maybe the first and second week, gym memberships are at all-time high. Gym attendance are at all-time high. But at the third or the fourth week, those things tend to taper off. I even heard someone on an interview say that they are avid uh, 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 workouters. <laughs> I just made up a word. And... Um, they stay out of the gym the first three weeks of, of the new year because it is so crowded. And they say they go back at the end of the month because the trends are those people who said that they were going to commit to changing their diet, changing their eating habits, lose some weight. They fall off of that commitment. So I want to suggest or uh, see where everyone's commitments are and how serious we are on handling those commitments and committing to those commitments. You hear what I said? Committing to those commitments and committing to those commitments, whatever the commitment is, we're going to talk about a few. Committing to those commitments are going to take this. You have to deny yourself and you have to refuse to go back and you have to be consistent. You have to deny yourself. You have to refuse to go back to your old ways and you have to be consistent no matter what. And on top of all of that, right, you have to um, be okay with being uncomfortable and understand uncomfortability doesn't mean that you're dying. It may feel like you are, but you're not. So I'm going to use an example as, 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 as the, the, the overweight thing and trying to lose weight. A lot of people fall off because they say, I'm eating right. You know, um, you go to the extreme and that'd be one of the problems. You go from eating uh, large fries, biggies, big ups to trying to do just carrots and celery sticks. You're going to mess up because you went from one extreme to the other instead of just taking certain things out of your diet or just saying, I'm going to stop eating at this time and I'm going to be I'm going to eat multiple times. So I'm going to tell you how I did it. Right. So recently, um, within a year or whatever, I've lost about 40, I don't know, 48 pounds. Yeah. Clap it up. Yay me. <laughs> Um, but how I did that was I just decided to take certain things out of my diet, mainly because they were affecting my skin. So I don't eat fried food. I don't eat fast food because if I don't eat fried food, 99% of fast food is fried and oily and I don't eat oil. Right. So that that wiped all that out automatically. It wiped a whole lot of stuff out. I don't eat chips. I don't eat chocolate. I don't eat um, uh, a lot. of. I don't eat desserts like cake cookies because all this stuff has oil in it so it was kind of benefit that you know oil breaks me out and I couldn't eat that so it took a lot of stuff off my plate now I still eat carbs like um I still eat fries but they're baked 
I'll eat baked potato. I still eat rice, right? But um, I make sure the fries we eat, we bake our fries. We don't fry our fries. And then in general, just in general over the years, I'm not a red meat eater like that. You know, when we go out, my husband has steak. I'll eat off of his plate. But And every once in a while, he'll cook steak here. But I don't eat it like that. I don't eat pork like that. Um, the only kind of pork I eat is uh, breakfast sausages. And that's every once in a while because I don't eat breakfast sausages. So you see where I'm going? All of that, plus working out at least three times a week, um, has contributed to this. And there were some days where I did not feel like working out, but I did not let that stop me from working out. If I didn't feel like working out, I at least did a chair workout. Do you see where I'm going with this? If I didn't feel like working out, popped on a YouTube video, sat in a chair, had my little five-pound weights that I bought previously, and I did some workouts, and I said that. If I'm really tired, I'll just do chair workouts, and that's it. But I set myself up to win. You know, I didn't give myself an excuse. Now, there was times that I really, really was, like, absolutely exhausted, and I couldn't work out because if I would have, I would have hurt myself. That's how tired I was. But on an average, I didn't make an excuse because the only thing that stopped me was me feeling uncomfortable, right? I mean, like, working out wasn't going to kill me if I did it. It just made me feel uncomfortable. Maybe you struggle with smoking cigarettes. If you stop smoking cigarettes, it's not the only thing it's gonna make you do is uncomfortable. Now your body, because of withdrawals, you're gonna feel like you died. I mean, you're gonna feel like you just, you know, take me, Jesus, now, take me now. But it but you're not. The only thing that you're really fighting with is what? Uncomfortability. Uh for people who um use drugs. I know it sometimes it's a it's a whole uh psychological thing. But at the basis of that thing, though, y'all, it's the uncomfortability of the withdrawals of the habitual activity It's the uncomfortability. People don't like feeling uncomfortable. But this year we have to get uncomfortable in order to get where we need to go. Uh, maybe it's, you, you, you know, you got dreams and goals of, I don't know, I'm just throwing some basics of writing a book, things like that. And, and and it's challenging you that you have to research, you're tired, you don't feel like reading. And the only reason why you don't do that, again, is because it makes you feel uncomfortable. But this year, we about to, ooh, I'm about to throw out a nugget. Write this down. Write it down. Get a pen now. Post this on your wall right now. Whatever your goal is, this needs to be your mantra. Right here. You ready? I am about to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Boom. Somebody, I dropped the mic. Y'all just didn't see it. I'm going to say it again. I'm about to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Why? Because this year, I really do need to accomplish some stuff. No matter how tired I am, I'm going to do a little, even if it means I'm just doing a little bit, 5% of what I need, I'm going to do something. Maybe it's that business. For me, it's nonprofit. I put in my nonprofit papers. I read. I'm doing some things, doing some research. And when I tell y'all I am exhausted, mentally and physically, but I'm trying to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because I have big goals for my family, financial goals, some things I want to do. And, and, and when you, the main thing, the reason how you, let me stop and slow down. This is how you're going to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to figure out what is your why. Your why has to be big enough. My why is my family. My why is my sister. My why is, 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 Financial peace. That is why I'm going as hard as I'm going. So my why drives me 
to get comfortable with being uncomfortable so that I can do what I need to do. Maybe your un- being comfortable being uncom- uncomfortable is, you know, learning how to walk in forgiveness. You know what? I don't really do New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions for me are every day of the year. It's like every, I'm telling you, every day of the year, every day, every other day, I'm always taking inventory of what's going on in my life, what I need to change. This goes on all through the year. I write it down and I start just trying to attack those things and I'm conscious of it. So it's a few things for me mentally because this is a mental health podcast because everything starts in your mind. Everything starts um, and ends in your mind. Whatever it is, success or failure, starts and ends in your mind and it starts um, um, with um, thoughts and it's driven by emotions. Emotions do drive some things, okay? It's not all just thoughts because them emotions get in there, right? Sometimes we feel like a nut. Sometimes we don't. And sometimes whatever we feel, we let that drive the way we think. We let that drive the way we behave and vice versa. It's all the cycle. Sometimes what we think drives how we feel, drives how we behave. You see what I'm saying? All of it's interconnected. So during a year, I decided a few things, um, that I was already doing in 2023 and I wanted to cross over in 2024, I decided a few things for me. I decided, number one, that I'm not going to have the spirit of offense all the time. I'm tired of being offended. And if I, if, if I, if I had thoughts of being offended, I brushed it off and I said, hey, that's not me. I'm ignoring it. Just because I thought it doesn't make it me. That was a lot of, lot of that, too. I would have these thoughts and I would attribute it to my character and it wasn't. It was just random thoughts and I was accepting those thoughts as my own and as a reflection of who I am and it was not. I'm going to give you an example. Like somebody at my work really irritated me and the thought, and they were, and that's true, and the thought would be, you know, they really irritate me. I'm offended by how they, their tone, we're good about that, right? They tone, their tone was off. And just because I thought it didn't mean I have to chase down that rabbit trail and try to analyze what kind of tone it was, how they made me feel. I would just see the thought and I will just push past it. I will ignore the thought. I'm getting so good at ignoring my own emotions in regards of offense. So that's one thing. Spirit of offense, I brush it off because I don't have time to be offended. Number two. I'm walking in gratitude. I realize that the moment I start to complain, it compounds my emotional and mental stress. I don't have time to complain. Song church say song uh church song says I won't complain. The lyrics say I had my good days, my bad days, and I had heels to climb, but when I look around and I think things over, all my good days, I wait my bad days, and he says I won't complain. I'm refusing to complain. I don't have time for it. Any moment I'm getting ready to say anything, unless I'm analyzing the situation to to create a solution, I don't have time for nothing else. I don't have time just to idle vent. I don't have time to vent if I don't have a solution after the vent. I only give myself permission to vent if I have a solution or a, 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 a plan to provide a solution at the end. I just don't idly vent. Because for me, y'all, that's going to lead into me being disgruntled, angry, and holding a lot of resentment. 
So that was number two. I'm going to be grateful. I won't complain. I'm going to have an attitude of gratitude, even when it comes to work, y'all. It's been been some times where I went to work, I never say anything out of my mouth. But in my mind, I'll be having all kind of complaining thoughts. Uh, and God told me, don't do that, daughter. Because all of those complaining thoughts and that disgruntled disposition was hurting only who? Guess who? You guessed yet? Me. Me, myself, and I. Wasn't hurting nobody else. It was causing me to have uh, off-the-wall emotions and me to have anger and so on and so forth. And so, um, and then number three was being uncomfortable, being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So those were my three. I was working on that prior to New Year's. And so I'm crossing over and I'm about to drive into those things because I need my mental stability. This year, I'm working hard on it and I'm working with the Holy Spirit because I can't do it on my own. The Holy Spirit is a helper. It helps me forget stuff that I'm thinking about. I love it because it said the Holy Spirit is like a comforter and, a, and it brings things to your remembrance. I also believe it does the opposite. It helps you forget things you don't need to be thinking about. You ever been thinking about something that was stressful anyway? And then you got to doing something and you go say, what was I thinking about? And you you literally trying to figure out what you're thinking about. And you're like, okay, dummy, let it go. Because it wasn't nothing healthy for you to think about anyway. I always give that to the Holy Spirit. I'm like, thank you, Holy Spirit, for not only bringing things to my remembrance, how how uh, great my life is despite of different things. You also help me forget the things that I need to forget that I shouldn't have been thinking about anyway. So um, that's it, you guys. I'm going to let you go because I feel my voice even straining now. But I wanted to come on because I say today is a new year, a new you, new beginnings, new everything. Ty, Ty Tribbett got a song, new, 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 everything new. We're going to approach this year and we're going to take inventory every day of what we need to do. We're going to write down our goals, write down our visions, and we're going to start attacking these things, right? And ask God to give you a plan on how to attack it. Because a lot of times the overwhelmingness is because we don't know how. You're trying to figure it out all on your own. I advise you to read and to study. The internet is a beautiful thing if it's used the right way. So I know this is going to be a great year for you and for me. And I want you to be comfortable with being uncomfortable so that we can reach our goals for this year. Be blessed and not stressed. I love you. Anything you can do about it. Follow me at uh, Mind Daycare Podcast on Facebook, and I'll see you next Monday. Hey, family. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow us on Facebook at Mind Daycare Podcast. Thank you for joining us today at Mind Daycare Podcast, where we nurse our minds back to better health.